Can I be stone? Can I be high? Can I be blazed? Can I be baked? Can, 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 can I be real? Can I be real? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cannabis Real, where we keep it real about all things cannabis. I am one of your hosts, Kel the Comic, no flair to it. And then we have... I'm Kadeem Fuller, a.k.a. the Bama Burner. <laughs> excited to be here, y'all. I'm excited to be here as well. Um, we also have a guest, but don't look at her until we're ready to introduce her. <laughs> She's not here yet. <laughs> But um, actually, today we have a really, really cool episode. We got a chance to review the Grasshopper Club in mm -hmm. Chicago. It's really excited because it is a black-owned and woman-owned dispensary in Chicago. The first of Chicago. Yes. Which is very important. So it was really, really dope. We got there. And um, Kadeem, what, what was your experience? Yeah, it was cool vibes. It was. Yeah. Anytime you go to a dispensary in Chicago, you know it's it's almost like getting into the club. There's a pat down involved. Kels was saying you gotta share like Man. all your different information. You know the card statements. They took you got a blood sample. Yo, 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 you know all that different stuff. Your IDs, your social security card. Um, and once we got in, it was amazing vibe. Um, it was it, it was it was a lot of space. Though. Yeah, like, it was set up where you know in Illinois you can't really show the weed, but you're able to see the different type of um things that they offer yeah um they they greeted us immediately um yep. black guy with locks was okay i trust you i try i feel like if there's anybody you can trust i trust you right now <laughs> i feel like he targeted us too like him and yeah. kadeem had a kendrick spirit let's go, <laughs> let's go over there You want that <laughs> it was it was cool because he came in um, the one thing I always can't is different with dispensaries versus your weed man. Yeah. Is dispensary have like the like iPads. The like iPads so they like what you want do they will <laughs> you want this, they can tell you like, you know, I want something smooth. I'm gonna show you it's what you want. Literally. But um we got a chance to talk to the people um that were at the front desk. We talked to the um I think she was supervisor. The, the supervisor yep. and she gave us a, a really cool history of not only Grasshopper Club, which like Kel said is the first um black female owned dispensary in Chicago um, which is up we up we yeah, up, one, we right? up. Listen. and then um, so the building itself where Grasshopper is located um, used to be a doctor's office and then it transitioned into a dentist's office and I think there was a fire and then now they're back in the business of serving or serving people healing um, you know amen, amen. Hey, you gotta love it Listen. so um, so yeah the, the people the one thing that I really enjoyed about when she was talking to us about the culture of Grasshopper was the how much the family was integrated in that, right? Yes. So you had um, there the the owners were Chuck Brewer as well as Matt Brewer, Matt Brewer, and then the mom's name was um, Diane Diane Brewer. So they live. I mean, they they're from Chicago. You can tell they had that Chicago flair. They had the assigned basketball by Michael Jordan, really the the original Air One shoe. So you can that see the cool. culture 
of the family inside dispensary, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Um, she also talked to us about the logo, how they like personally um, put yes. the little like grasshopper ears in the logo. That was really cute. And like they specifically made it um, black, white, and red for like Chicago and the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Chicago was all over the dispensary. It was really clean. It's really cute, really spacious. I did, um, I just wanted to like purchase something. So I got a vape. It was a really smooth experience. Like Kadeem said, she came over with the iPad, like, what you want, girl? And I was like, I'm not this advanced. That one. <laughs> so um, got that. And it was like a um, after she did the order on the iPad, then she was like, okay, let's take it over to fulfillment. I was like, oh, girl, we getting fulfilled? <laughs> Where are we getting fulfilled at? <laughs> and then we went three steps to the line, <laughs> and that was fulfillment. But that was real cool. Then I had to use the bathroom. She was like, we can keep it here while you use the bathroom. It's really, really cool. And then after, like, the 16th time they checked my ID, I was able <laughs> to get my vape, and we yeah, left. So. Yeah. And it's amazing. So real quick, I do want to mention, it is um, Grasshopper Club. Once again, amazing venue. Definitely, it's 2551 North Milwaukee yes. Avenue. Chicago, Illinois, 60647. So please support that amazing display. Please, 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 please. It was really, really nice. And this brings us to our guest. So one of the owners is Diane Brewer. She is a mother. She's 74, which I was like, oh, my God, an old black lady owns a dispensary i think that is so cool they because said it couldn't be done Kelly. they said it couldn't be done look at us, now. Look at us now. <laughs> and so i was like man what other older black lady do i know that has a history with marijuana and i was thinking and i was thinking and that brought me to my mother what <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And so she may have hit the supply. How did that? I don't know how that happened. But we have on our episode today, uh, Faith, Mama Faith. She's called many things, but her name is Faith Ramey. And welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. You're very welcome. Our first podcast. Yeah, you're our first guest. (laughs) You're our first guest. Yeah, okay. Okay. So. uh, I couldn't find nobody. <laughs> you gotta want to sit <laughs> Yeah, we we wanted something, you know, on the path of Diane Brewer, okay. and it was like, you know, you was lining up there, girl. You might know her if you look on your Facebook Shut page. Long enough, <laughs> y'all might be friends. Y'all might know for Facebook. Y'all, you know. y'all might have went to this. I, I'm gonna Google see if she went to Vaughn's Y'all might know each other from Grace. <laughs> she gonna see this podcast like that. Damn, show Liz face. <laughs> <laughs> Acting like she don't know me. <laughs> but no. Um, so, what do you feel about a black woman, an older black woman, with her sons owning a dispensary in Chicago? I think it's great. Okay. I think it's fantastic. I think that uh, you know, one of the reasons that I'm here is because I support you. That's one of the reasons I wouldn't do this just for anybody. But I think. Um, she is probably been thinking about this for a while and for her to just step out and make the decision to really do what she wanted to do and to be successful at it I think it is so great yeah okay that's cool um so what um is your earliest experience with me not latest because I don't want you to say today I said what is your earliest (laughs) 17 minutes ago (laughs) what is your earliest experience with marijuana well I didn't smoke weed until I was 18 years old okay good responsible well well well, yeah well 
<laughs> my life was very fun and I was having a good time anyway so I didn't think I needed to smoke no weed or anything mm-hmm. like that the reason why and this is I'm, you know me uh, Mikhail I'm always transparent I'm just going to tell the story mm-hmm. the reason I ended up smoking marijuana is because of her daddy uh-huh. oh <laughs> That's a good answer. You know, he was whispering sweet nothings in my ear, and I was kind of rejecting him. And he said, Try this! Uh, <laughs> Maybe you'll agree with me! Oh, no, <laughs> Weird as that laugh is on. Let me show you something. You sure? <laughs> Let me ask you again. <laughs> okay, so that was my first experience with marijuana. Okay, and how was it? Like, did yeah. you get high the first time? Some people say they don't get high the first time. I got paranoid mm, the first okay. time. I got freaked out. I was <laughs> like, oh no. Oh, this can't be happening to me. I knew I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> I'm not going to heaven. Are My you... mother's going to kill me. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, I got just really, really paranoid. And I didn't equate that with high. Right. I mm. So I wasn't that excited about my first experience with marijuana. Okay. I have a question. In terms of that, you said um, not going to heaven. Was there, was there always like a spiritual background behind that? Oh, and yeah. How did that connect with trying weed for that first time? Um, like I said, if if I had not been in love with her father, I mm. wouldn't have done it because of my strong uh, religious foundation and my religious gotcha. background. Okay. So afterwards, I uh, was fighting a, a battle because maybe about the third time I tried it. Oh, <laughs> look different now. As a matter of fact, what's that you said? <laughs> okay. So it was a constant battle with me, you know, being in church and uh, smoking weed. Mm. Okay. Um, while we're on that subject, how do you feel about that? Like having maintaining a religious moral ground and also engaging in marijuana well at one point at one point the way my life went I stopped going to church for a while so I didn't have to deal with it but in wanting to return to the church and the religious community full time and full force it has been uh a uh, real battle, a real moral battle, uh, until recently. Hmm, okay, what happened recently? Um, you just got high in the parking lot. You said, <laughs> "God knows all." Like he knows my heart. It's natural. <laughs> it's an earth. Right. Come from the earth. <laughs> well, well, I had to be. I had to be true to myself. Okay. The, one of the things, it, and it helped that it. It's legal now. That mm-hmm. helped me mm-hmm. a lot. So, but I had to be true to myself. I was like, okay, you know. But I've taken long spans of not smoking marijuana. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Sm- I got two kids. I didn't smoke through pregnancies and through most of raising. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need this. But I always would go back to it, and then I would be like, oh, no, I'm smoking weed again. Oh, no, I'm smoking weed again. Mm -hmm. But I'd go back to it, and lately I was like, 
is probably preserving my body. <laughs> that's, that's why I look the way I do at 68. That's probably it's still, that, that makes sense. I, lo- I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Okay. I'm curious. So when you started smoking, I can only imagine during that time with the stigma associated mm-hmm. with it. So how how was it? Was it people that you knew coming from that religious background, people that you knew were doing it? Did you have other friends? Like, how did you find that community aspect for um, mm-hmm. for your for weed? Well, just like I said, it was uh, I met a father and he was not in church. So he had a different group of, okay. of, of friends. And so his group of friends. Not only was he not in church, he's he's saying, <laughs> but his group of friends, uh, they did it on the regular. They started smoking marijuana at 13, 14, and all that old stuff like that. Gotcha. And they they thought I, I was a novelty. Oh, she just stopped smoking. Okay. So yeah, but uh, I I I was uh, I led a double life for a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. When I first met him, I was still in church deep, and you know I would uh, hang out, smoke weed. Then I come to church, and the preacher look at me. I know what you did last night. I'm, like, oh, no, please <laughs> I'm looking at you. Please don't with know the red eyes. <laughs> please don't know what I did last night. I repent. I repent. <laughs> Got you. Okay. okay. Um, let me ask you this: How has and how does your relationship with weed affect your parenting? affect you as a mother it it is another one of those things in life that you really have to work hard at you really have to um, um, decide what's the best avenue for your life because my kids when I when uh, my kids started getting aware that I was smoking weed. It wasn't through what they've seen. Somebody had to tell them, yeah, your mama getting mm. <laughs> Literally. So, me and my, so, like, as mommy was like, oh my God, 18, like, the, she raised us up just like that. Mm. So we did not have anything to like, what is that smell? Oh, that's probably, we just like, she got some funky incense, okay? <laughs> we would prefer a nice Nam Chakra or something like that. But these are some funky incense. And so like the older you get, you start talking to your friend like, yeah. And then they went in the basement and then the funky incense and they like, mm, my mama got funky incense too. Uh, when your mama come back, do her eyes be red? Oh, she be telling us don't come in the room. Yeah, because she high. And it was like, <laughs> what? Right? Like, we come. And so then I was sitting in the background, like, okay, funky incense, check. Okay. Uh, okay, check. <laughs> Get damn sure right. <laughs> and so it was, and ironically, like, for me and my sister, we were like outraged. Like, what? Because it was in our mind, it was like, God, Jesus, Granny, Mommy. So I was like, you are literally Jesus' cousin. How are you smoking? <laughs> and if he knows you smoking, like, do we not get into heaven too? Like, what are you doing? You got a curse on the whole family. Like, we Messing thought this was some association. Yeah. So we just did not have a lot of information. And which was 
a little bit of a juxtapose to how mommy also parents us because she just gave us all the information about everything. Mm. That was actually the one thing she did not give us information about. So when we found out about it, we was like, you lied? How did you do this? What? And she was like, I just, you weren't in my business. I'm grown. Like, gotcha. I'm so. interested. Just so how did you, because I know when you learned at 18, did you want that same experience for your kids that making sure that they're old enough to make those decisions? Or how did that go into like letting them know when they found out? Uh, for sure, I wanted them to be old enough to make that decision. I think that um, because I was as old as I was when I decided to smoke weed, I didn't make a lot of uh, mistakes that some of my other friends made but gotcha. I mean I won't put that on that but uh, you know I think and like uh, Mikhail says I like to give them the information I don't think they would have understood earlier that okay mom just need to chill <laughs> and so <clears throat> that, that actually <laughs> really <laughs> but so that actually goes back into the question I was asking you about mothering because they're recently since marijuana has been like widespread legally there have been studies that come like listen your mama actually better smoke weed like it's helping people with postpartum it's helping people actually parent like when your kid come and knock all the dishes off the thing and then is also hungry and rip their pamper off you might want to take a five minute drive like you like in hindsight like where it was like I mean, back in the day when we was growing up, it was like, oh, you smoke weed, you're probably a crackhead. Now it's like this is actually medicinal use like for it. This is actually a good thing. So, like, in hindsight, do you think that that may have helped you or? Um, at the time, at the time. I wouldn't I didn't think it did because because I was fighting that uh, uh, double personality. I was hiding so much. I didn't want to hide from my kids. I was hiding so much. Mm -hmm. It it hurt me in that aspect. But I feel that if I would do it again, I would say, listen, remember that stuff I told you you can't do it. (laughs) Because I do it. You're not going to do this. This is what I'm doing to chill. So I wouldn't be so yeah. uh, 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 uptight about it, you know, and that just so uh, so sad about it. But when they when they found out, I was like, it's all like popcorn. <laughs> is that what happened? Why it was all like Let me show you how to roll. Let me show you what to do. you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Really, really, really. Still, my kids have not seen me smoke weed. Mm, they have really? seen the effects. So, okay. So, here's here's inter- here's what's interesting, Kadeem. So, fast forward. I'm now grown. My sister literally just turned 30 today. Mm-hmm. And my mom is older than that. So, <laughs> um, because literally, like, the same, me and my sister did not do anything until we were, like, grown, grown, like, from tattoos to drinking, smoke, all of that stuff. I, I was, like, well in my 20s, and my mom was like, you're drinking? <laughs> like, yeah, I can buy it now. She was like, what? <laughs> all right. So, um, from that standpoint, like, when mommy found out that, like, okay, we, we smoke, she was like, okay, that's fine. Just don't do it in front of me. I'm not going to do it in front of you. Don't do it in front of me. And we was like, well, that don't. <laughs> How's that going to work in, like, family settings when, like, some of our family do it? Some of our family don't do it. Literally, mommy's rule is I will not smoke with my children. So if there's, like, a gathering where 
mommy will just disappear like a fairy and then come back like a fairy. So y'all don't, y'all don't go down the road? Y'all don't go up the road? Well, and so the cousins, the cousins do. The cousins they go, they we go to the store, right? Yeah, the cousins yeah. go to they the store. And then that we call them the siblings. The siblings, they go to the back. Mm. And then we rejoin. So y'all got so y'all do the same. Y'all just I it's like just that. we like rejoin separation. and it's right. Like because because it can it can it's it's hard and I and I think I put in, in, in enough mouths and enough uh, uh, of me to keep my kids respecting me. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is when you do marijuana around your kids or your kids know you're doing one or whatever you still have to keep that boundary of respect because sometimes kids think okay since she had i'm gonna do this as i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. no that's not gonna happen so this is me telling you that there is boundaries there is a line that you cannot cross i'm not gonna cross it with you i don't want you to cross it with me you're not gonna tell me well mommy i was how when i called you that name <laughs> you'll be dead anyway <laughs> so we'll We'll just keep that like that. Thank you for telling everybody about my abusive background. <laughs> what I said, what I said. I didn't mean it. I could so, just imagine the hand of God. <laughs> so that's an interesting concept. Just talking about just that the separation, being a mom, also a smoker. Um, how how has the stigma changed, right? Like, imagine when you smoke, it wasn't as open as it is now right. like did you how was that like i know like that religious aspect was important but just even outside of that context like how are you able to enter into jobs knowing like, how were you able to kind of keep all that you know that how was, was that change that was that was hard because the thing about it is that okay you can't get a job if you test wrong mm-hmm. i remember one time i had to go get <laughs> yeah, you- my baby's <laughs> Oh, you said the babysitter? No, my babies. Oh, my, I'm like, I'm like, peanutty money. Just peanut. She's like, mom. I'm like, Just peanut. We sorry. <laughs> you want some lights on tonight? You want some groceries? Hey, you you're late. hungry. <laughs> Pay what you owe. Pay what you owe. Okay. So, but yeah, that that is a difficult thing mm-hmm. because back then you had to you had to take a drug test. Right. Not as much so now, but still, after my uh, next longest hiatus, I like I said, I took a longer hiatus, long long hiatuses from smoking weed from different times in my life, and one of the long ones I took is when I, right after COVID, and because mm-hmm. during COVID I'm just chilling. Yeah. Now it's time for me to look for a job. <laughs> I had the cleanest pee. <laughs> <laughs> I was just crystal clear. I was just. I'm like, I got to find a job. <laughs> gonna let me get the job. I got so, the purest right now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that it was. It was a little bit uh, uh, a little sketchy back in the day because mm-hmm. now they don't even. They don't, they don't even. Not hide. even. Yeah, they just want to make sure you're not doing crack. Right. Yeah, that's uh, the only anything yeah. below that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's little heroin. Right, right. It's we expect. <laughs> you gotta get through. <laughs> we had a pandemic. Go ahead, hit the joint. <laughs> like seriously. Okay. I had another question. What did they did they say weed back in the day? What was it? Reefer? Like what was the name? What what did y'all? What was the popular? It name? was Reefer. Okay. It what was, was the other joint name? It was weed. Okay. It was Mary Jane. Okay. Mary uh, Jane. What else? <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, back in the day, we had. Uh, 
Prince Albert tin cans that was that we called a lid. Oh, and okay. that's and the lid. The lid probably cost about twenty five dollars. But we had. Uh, should I tell the whole story yeah. about tell, who I am? Story yeah, we here because I, I actually just thought about another story. So yeah, well, yeah. I remember my girls listening to this song. The song was Trap House or something like that. So, the trap House, Trap House, and I'm saying, well, what is a Trap House? They said, oh, that's the house that the woman work work at when she uh, selling marijuana. I'm like, hmm, your mama's a trap. <laughs> your mama's Listen. a trapper. Listen. Sister Faith, Sister Faith, okay, have a pass. All <laughs> <laughs> through the trap house. <laughs> so, so I got I got exposed to large quantities of marijuana, mm-hmm. and but before we started business with her dad, uh, we the we used to get like they had nickel bags, they had mm-hmm. dime bags, then they had the. Uh, Prince Albert lids. That How would big be, was that? Is that like that like a today's dub? Is that what that is? No, it oh. was it was probably about a uh, quarter ounce. Okay, okay, okay. twenty five dollars. Okay, so, all right. Uh-huh. It still had seeds in it though, didn't it? That was So this is the story that I just remembered. So okay, back in the day, her and my parents, or her and my dad. We're drug dealers. Okay. So they stayed in Country Club Hills and they sold marijuana. Okay. Country what do you mean Country Club Hills? Country Club Hills out in with the bougie people. They was out there selling drugs, okay? She was looking like this, looking like Sister Faith. My dad was looking like Country Dad and they was out there selling weed. Okay. Just playing golf here. <laughs> literally, literally. Like I will never forget that house. It was like a sterile um a spiral staircase, like a really, really cool house, okay? So also when you come upstairs from the spiral staircase, there's an office, okay? Mm-hmm. Long after they got divorced, I used to play in this office and he still had like paraphernalia from when they sold weed. I don't know this though yet, okay? So back in the day they sold weed in small manila folders. Like the coin big manila folders. Yeah. Okay. Coin folders, okay? <laughs> so when I tell you they made sure I was naive. So I would be in his little office and I'd be like, Daddy, what's this little envelope for? So he told me the em- the little envelope was for little letters. <laughs> the little letters. He said the envelope was for little letters. So how am I not gonna believe my daddy who ain't never lied to me? That's right, you know, that's that's small people around here. You know, so what does a little girl do? Start writing little letters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the office just writing little four-word letters, going to town. And then my bad, what I'm about to do is I'm about to go to school with these little letters and give them to my friends. <sighs> Gave them to my one friend. <clears throat> and she said, you know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little envelope for a little letter. <laughs> she, no, that's not what this is. What is it? <laughs> well, my grandma got these. Yo, grandma like little letters too. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. And I'm so defensive at this time. She's like, okay, I'm going to leave it alone. This like maybe seventh or eighth grade, right? So I happen to be talking to another friend in high school about this little leather fiasco because I still ain't clicked. Yeah, if they're, what the they're little letter is. So we, I'm telling him like, he like, yo, 
that's that's what they sold weed in. And I know this because my grandmother still sells weed and she sells it still in the manila folder. I came back like, Titty, you lied to me. Ten years ago, you lied to me. I'm going to school with the whole drug paraphernalia. Don't nobody even know. Let a party. Let a party. I love you. Meet me at recess. (laughs) (laughs) In the love life. That's so funny. That's crazy. So how long how long did that last? Like the the I feel like y'all seen Snowfall. I feel like that was you was part of that life. Well, let me tell you. Let's let me tell. Okay, we bought our house in Country Club Hills, diamond up. Uh, probably we probably dammed up about mm, four pounds. Got all that cash. Made a cash down payment to buy our house in Country Club Hills. We probably did. We probably did that from like. Seventy nine until because uh, you was born in eighty six. Eighty six. I had a whisper. So <laughs> we probably did that <laughs> from seventy nine to like eighty four. Ninety four. So that's a good long time. So. How was that like? Like back in them days, I know it was like it was like pretty much the war on drugs, all that stuff. Was it? Was there ever a fear like this could be it for me, or what? What kind of? How did you? Well, her her father is very smart, mm, and you. he understood that I was very smart, but I was naive. I hadn't been exposed to that life. He kind of grew up in that life. Got you. So he gave me the responsibility of handling like all the administrative part of. We ran it like a business. Now that's amazing. Uh, uh, but uh, and. He used me for cover. I can remember times going uh, going somewhere, and he was like, "Okay, you pregnant today?" And we put it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta beat your pop. I gotta beat your pop. But that's another podcast. We had. <laughs> <laughs> I put a baby. I can't. We had close. We had close encounters. I remember one time we was cleaning a pound of brick because the weed came in bricks. Mm. So we was breaking the brick down. We breaking the pound. Police knocked on the door. Pop, 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 pop. I'm like. They, we like, who is it? They said, police. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to jail. <laughs> My mama going to kill me. I'm going to jail. <laughs> so uh, uh, the police, uh, my my. Her uncle, my uh, then brother, well, he wasn't my brother-in-law then. This was right before we really got into it. He had a girl there that was really insane. <laughs> and she just opened the door. And she opened the door, and we in a room kind of adjacent with, with our door open, and you could mm-hmm. kind of see in the room. Her father just pushed the door up, and pushed, Mally pushed the door up. And I'm still shaking like a leaf because you can smell. You can smell old weed, yeah. You can smell a pound of old weed, and she was like, "Oh, I'm, we're just here having fun because we they called the uh, the police on us because we was in there partying. You know, mm-hmm. you breaking down your package and all that stuff like that. You partying, yeah, I'm playing future right. and stuff. Right, about to make some money today. Okay, going to break <laughs> but she was a cute little girl and she kind of was entertaining to the police and she said oh, we're going to turn the music down we're going to turn the music and they left and when they left I had to keep her father for killing her <laughs> he was, did you see what we doing Becky are you just stupid are you crazy <laughs> <laughs> I had to went to jail today 
I was gonna kill you. <laughs> Somebody gotta go. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is so. I didn't even know that. This is, I'm learning so much. You got so. How did you get clientele in that in the, mm. you said the country club hills? How did you find people? Was it just easy? Like how did you kind of promote? Well, he worked at a uh, steel mill at the time, mm. and them steel mill men they had great long money and they loved to party. Mm-hmm. So and, and then we were we were known for having the best product because one thing about her dad, he was not going to short nobody. He'll mm-hmm. give you a pass. He was he was a really really good businessman. He could be the businessman while I could say, "Okay, you can't give out that much because we we won't make profit on so the money the, side." Right, of it. right. So everybody got everybody had their lane. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. And believe it or not, that the being an administrator over that business helped me in the workforce Come on, because somebody. I Come on, transferable skills. What they transferable skills? So yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of transferable skills, I know you talked a little bit about like you kind of having two separate lives. Does that still apply now? And also like. Um, Cause I know you know you've got your you got your saints friends you got your friends you grew up with you got your family so do you still um, struggle with kind of being authentic in all spaces or like how does that work? I realize that I don't. Everybody don't have to know my business for me to still be authentic. Amen. So I do have friends that if you told them that I smoke weed. They would fall out on the floor. They would, oh, they, no, no, you don't. That's just the faith. You don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, whatever. I still have those friends. But I got some friends that be like, Faith, what a good stuff. <laughs> Quarter pound faith. Let's go. You got two phones, one for the plug and one for the load. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Um, now, it took me a long time to get here. That's why I'm glad I'm having this conversation because this, too, is therapy for me because yeah. my persona now and myself now is a lot, lot, lot less partying than what it was, but I feel the urge to... It's on like popcorn. Okay, so... I got a question. Uh-huh. So how do you how do you consume your weed now? Like, has oh, it changed? Okay. Do you like the, the edibles? I know we were just talking yeah. about vape. Okay. Do you roll your own weed? Okay. Did you ever teach your daughter how to roll? Like what? I wish. I got a story about that, but anyway. I ain't never been able to roll. I ain't mm. never been able to roll. But right now, I got this nosy Rosie comes up in my bedroom one day, and I'm like, "Oh, she goes, this is cute. Put my stuff down. <laughs> See my stuff. Don't come in here. It's in my bedroom for a reason. Don't come in." But I get that little uh, short shot. She got a one hitter. Oh, got, got you. Okay. But I do. I have had. A different kind of vape before. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that kind. I mm-hmm. had that before, but uh, and I do like edibles. The only thing about edibles, they too sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> they too. They sneaky. too sneaky. I don't mm-hmm. know what you. Know. <laughs> Sometimes you have a good time. Other times you just slump. <laughs> just gone slump. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody were to ask you, what is your relationship with weed right now? What would you say? Mm, I would say right now. 
it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I ain't got that really high from nobody. My kids know. Everybody who's really close to me knows. The people who don't know, uh, that's okay. That's yeah. fine. It's perfect. It's not, and uh, I'm not in a spot where. You know, back in the day, you felt like you had to walk around with at least a joint in your pocket or something like that. I don't feel like that anymore when I get it, fam, when I don't, fam. But uh, my my relationship with weed right now is perfect. I had to go through all of that to get here. Okay. You got a, a okay. center of peace. With weed. I like that. I like that. With the reefer. Right? I'm going to bring that. I'm trying to bring back reefer. Reefer. We're going to change the name of the podcast. Reefer be real. <laughs> reefer be real. <laughs> Um, okay, do you think that um, in addition to we being legal now, do you think that the more information that comes out about it helps with the stigma around it and how you feel with engaging in and being public about it? Uh, I think so. I think I'll, I always agree with uh, uh, giving people information. I'm excited about the things that you tell me, like, Mommy, if you do this plant with this one, this one will come out to be this, and then you have this kind of smoke, and it ain't all that garbage that you... Just, so I'm, I'm excited about that, but understand, I do understand there's just, just going to be some people that's going to be while they drinking a pint of Hennessy. Okay. Drinkers can't be talking. Okay. All right. Okay. So... I guess the really important question I have is, will you open a dispensary for me like Diane Brewer did for her sons? You're Generational wealth. Generational wealth. Dude. You for my kids, 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 <laughs> kids, kids, kids. Okay, we'll get that answer on next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Reef R <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. Um, is it anything else you would like to say about like your marijuana journey I think though I'm at a cool place at it like I said I've had different spots different spots and you guys are going to get to different spots in your in your uh, 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 relationship with marijuana it's just it just is what it is but I encourage you to be authentic I encourage you to understand that uh it is not supposed to be used for uh, escape. If you get that clearer in your head, you won't be so dependent on it. But it's supposed to be used to chill with. It's like, it's the end of the day. <laughs> the kids are in bed. <laughs> Woohoo, put on some Luther. Luther. <laughs> Luther. That's where she came from. Dance Luther. With my father again. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy didn't hit some stuff that made her dance with her daddy again. Is that you? Is that you, daddy? <laughs> I say I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, actually, I do have one more question. Um, what was it like when you found out that your daughter smoked weed? It was so. Oh God. That's when I had to get myself together because I just didn't want to be that much of a hypocrite. I just didn't want to be that hypocrite in my life. I had to get myself together because I had talked to them just like my mama had taught me. I had talked to them. Do not smoke that devil stuff. And here they come looking at me all tat eyed. Oh. Red bloodshot, tight eyes, grinning. My, my, one of us, somebody, I ain't gonna say who it was, somebody gave a 21 year old party in my house. I let them use my house to a party. Mm-hmm. 
I couldn't believe it. Was it? Bro, look, no, nah, it was it was from so I hosted it for my sister. Mm. Man, and so me and my sister have a seven year gap. So like it's still like two dinner two generations, right? Yeah. So I'm I got like a more laid back, like we them niggas was coming and in the door with blunts this big, like <laughs> happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my mom's house, God, open up a window, like what are we doing? It was crazy. It was crazy. I think that was one of the things, the hardest things that I had to endure. But I said to myself, okay, you got to take. Because I look at her, I'm like, what did you do? She said, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah it was hard for me to um uh, accept that they were smoking marijuana but one thing i did know that i had my eyes on them they couldn't have too much stuff because i'd been down the road before you know the signs. i know the signs and i knew that i i, I hoped that they would be as uh responsible with it as i was as i was growing up so it's, 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 it's okay. beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Different generations of smokers. We out here, y'all. Thank we you. What would you give um, the Grasshopper Club in in out of five blunt wraps? Ooh, what like would that. you give the Grasshopper Club? Uh, I would give it. I'd probably give it four blunt wraps. Okay, four blunt wraps. I think I'm a. I'm gonna give it a solid 4.3. 4.3. 4.3, like that big sneaker on the wall. I was like, yeah, this is some good. For the culture. Yeah, for the culture. Like y'all got a shoe the on space. the wall. I yeah. enjoyed the space. It's just sometimes I think, but this is I think with the dispensaries, um, going to other places. Illinois is weird with the laws. I just yeah. want to be able to see the, like touch the product. Yeah. Give me a magnifying yeah. glass. What we looking at? Give me, I want to see. <laughs> what the, strain is this? Yeah, I want to see all the little, <laughs> the little, the little stuff in there. Okay. But um, other than that, they were an amazing space. Um, hopefully, you know, I know we're going back. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, so you guys, before we wrap up, we are going to ask you guys one: if you had the chance, would you smoke with your mother? Okay. And also, if any of you have smoked with your mother, let us know that. You can let us know in the comments or you can shoot us an email at cannabereal at gmail.com. Um, cool, cool. That's the end of our podcast, y'all. My name is Kadeem, a.k.a. Bammer Burner. You can follow me on Instagram, full of comedy, F-U-L-L-A comedy. And I have been Kels the Comic, a.k.a. Kels the Comic. <laughs> and you can find me at Kels the Comic on all social media platforms. That's K-E-L-L-S-T-H-A-K-O-M-I-C across all platforms. And then also you can find our podcast-specific handles on all of social media. So we're on TikTok at Real underscore. We're on Instagram at CanNaBeReal. We are um, we have our email, CanNaBeReal at gmail.com. We're on YouTube at CanNaBeReal. It's probably going to be a Twitter, CanNaBeReal. Coming soon. And coming soon, we actually do have a Patreon, so be looking out for that. But um, you can also find all the information on either one of our personal um, platforms. But, yeah, follow us. Follow Full of Comedy. Follow Kels the Comic. Follow Can It Be Real. And this is my mama who smokes weed, y'all. See y'all next time, y'all. Peace. Yo, you can pull to the kick back. We go with you on hill. All the grease is colder than my ex's pussy. You can still that. Boy, who do you know in here? Don't know what you with your girl. Still, she wanna, I'm a hit that. Come on, marijuana, all these niggas.
back, back. 